Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to Cars and Health Bars. On today's episode, of course, you see my screen. That's right. We have a tier list for you today episode. Uh, a few things at the top of the show I wanted to get out of the way. Uh, if you're hearing this uh, Friday, you have uh, all day Friday to clear your schedule for the Cars and Coffee in Bowling Green at the Corvette Museum tomorrow morning. Uh, that would be Saturday morning, uh, February 23rd. Or sorry, twenty fourth. We will be there, and we got a uh, we got quite the crew rolling out. So you might, if you do come out, you might see a few people that have been on the show prior. So uh, I guess with that housekeeping item out of the way, Jordan, we could get right into these tier lists because uh, it might take a minute to get through a couple of these, especially the middle one we've got for you. Yeah. So uh, we were just wandering around uh, Harbor Freight actually today. You know, looking looking at this, looking at that, and. Uh, you know, it's kind of topical that we came across a tool brand uh, to tier list. So, I mean, we can just go ahead and start with a good old Black & Decker here. So, I don't really own much Black & Decker. I own, like, one thing from them, and it was really cheap. But I will say, quality is not too bad. It was, like, a $30 uh, heat gun. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you know, I'm, I'm not used to a lot of heat guns, so I really, I really can't say. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say they're more like a B or D tier. I wouldn't, you know, that's even maybe highballing it. It might be more D tier. Yeah, I was actually thinking like C or D. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, I, I was thinking C or D. I, hey, you got them mixed up. Uh, oh no, you don't. No, you don't. Never mind. My bad. But yeah, I actually uh, I've used a Black and Decker product before, but it was a uh, like a what do you say like a landscaping like a yard working kind of tool. I think it was a, yeah. a battery powered weed eater, and that thing was uh, it's a piece of junk. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I am not surprised. Like battery, like wooden wooden stay like in. We had to like duct tape it in, and like the safety huh. switch, like it was a piece of junk. Like that thing was held together with like tape and dreams, dude. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking C or D. High quality. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want to think of, like, their impacts and other things. It just, uh, I don't think of high quality. No, I, I think they're definitely, I think it's, like, the Walmart brand of, like, I, I don't I don't know. That's Porter Cable. Oh, no, I'm thinking of, uh, this is, like, Lowe's or Home Depot. It's one of those home improvement yeah. store brands. Yeah, I'm saying, like, D for sure. Oh, Bosco, what what do they make? Do they make a little bit of everything? Because I'm not too familiar I've with I've never Bosco used either. any of their products. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We could almost add another. I don't think, are they automotive focused or? Uh, I believe I have seen some of their, uh, like electric impacts for. I could be wrong though. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't really have very much experience with Bosco. I almost just want to put it in like C or D, you know, just because uh, we don't have an I don't know category. Yeah, for sure. I, I just can't give enough information on that. So this is hard to see, but it says channel lock. And uh, I was I was telling Jordan, I just don't know what channel lock makes other than channel locks. It's like... They make various pliers and stuff. They And what they do make is pretty good quality, really. So Yeah, I mean... If you get a pair of channel lock pliers, I and mean, I don't know what else you would call them other than channel locks, it's like their brand name is the product, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, they are the high tier pliers. I mean, I'd say A or S tier. I mean, they are, it's just kind of like canes. They just do one thing really well. <laughs> you know, they yeah, pretty much. They don't venture out of their ballpark very much with that. They're like, I know what I got. Don't lowball me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
whenever I think of craftsmen, I, I think of a toolbox. I don't really think of their tools that much. Like, I've got a craftsman circular saw, and I, ain't, I, I don't think it's done me wrong. It's pretty old, so it, it probably uh, it probably would if I used it more often. But uh, I'm, so I've got some experience with craftsman okay. tools, and obviously I got a toolbox. Right. Um, for what they are, I think I think they're a good mid tier. And here recently, I don't know if I'd say they're because back in the day they were a lot better. I think right. from what I know, which I wasn't around back in the day. But yeah. you know, apparently you know they're not made in America no more unless Stanley is because Stanley bought them out. And I do like Stanley tools. They're kind of mid-tier, too. So, they're may not mid-tier, but I've owned a bunch of Craftsman and Stanley ratchet sockets, and I've never had an issue out of any of them, really. I'd say Stanley or uh, Craftsman is a good, like, starter kit. Like, that's what... That's yeah, what no doubt. ...hands down to you, or, you know, buys you, you know, brand new. I would say... I'd, I'd say B-tier. Yeah. I mean, Craftsman ain't gonna let you down. I mean, yeah... B-tier is pretty solid. But if it don't let you down, it don't let you down, you know. I buy, I still buy Craftsman products. I love my ratchet, my 3H ratchet I got from him. Uh-huh. Oh, we got DeWalt here, and my dad would swear by DeWalt. That's all. <laughs> Mine too. Like, that's all he runs. He, he he does vinyl siding and gutters and, like, every Yeah, I think if you do any type of uh, construction for sure. home construction, you know, you're, you're doing DeWalt. <laughs> I mean... I, I don't really know where to put it. I mean, I've used his tools before. I ain't had no problem with it. I mean, I've dropped them from pretty good heights, and they've just been perfectly fine. Hey, A-tier. Yeah. They got a good reputation. Especially mm. with, like, the older crowd. Yeah, no doubt. So this is Husky, and Husky I'm kind of in the same place with uh, Craftsman. It's just all I really know is toolboxes. You know, Husky, Yeah, I will say for the toolboxes, I, I like the toolboxes a lot. Cookie has always had, I believe he he's who I'm thinking of, always had a really good, like, Husky box that is, he's had it forever, and it just never has, like, seen wear or damage or anything. It's just pretty, yeah. you know, it's a good box. Yeah, I've had a few friends with Husky boxes that I've really, you know, enjoyed borrowing tools from. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got, like, A or B for sure. And it's a good price. Yeah. Yeah. They're fair on price. Uh, I'm... We'll put it. We'll put it. Uh, maybe top of B tier. Maybe scoot. Yeah, I think they're a good competitor to Craftsman. Yeah. Uh, here we are with the icon. You know, Harbor Freight talking about bang for your buck here. Yeah, I will say. Yeah, it I, seems like some of their prices were a little, a little uh, high, but I'll, I'll say their quality has gone up a lot with the icon series. That's what I was gonna say. They've. Uh, it looks like their products have gotten a lot better, and they still have that lifetime warranty. You know, but a lot of tool manufacturers are doing that nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I think if you offer a tool and it's, it, it, like, if it's a 3H ratchet, that should last a lifetime if you take care of it, so I think it should have a lifetime warranty. Yeah. Especially those uh toolboxes where, I mean, we might as well just consider this Harbor Freight as a whole. Those toolboxes we were looking at, the price difference is Yeah, insane. the icons are good. Like, and the uh, price difference plus the zero interest that they offer occasionally, like, golly, man. Yeah, I, I was looking that up tonight, so if you miss a payment, it's no longer zero interest. At least oh, for that yeah. payment. I think I think it's for the full thing, but it didn't really say. So it's kind of like a loyalty program. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, if you know you're going to make But still, it's a, it's not bad. And Harbor Freight, you know, they're, they're, they're an icon lineup. I, you know, you're looking today. I'm pretty impressed by it. I mean, 
I, I definitely seen a few places where they cut corners on the toolbox. You know, obviously the hutch didn't and have it, a light. It didn't have ball bearing, ball bearing drawers. Ball bearings, yeah. Low close, soft close. But you know, you're paying. That's like stuff a you can live without. Price, yeah. That's not necessary. It 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 has all the necessaries down. It has a power drawer, tool drawer for your you know like drills impacts. That's what I really look for when I buy a box. Yeah. And then the row carts and stuff. I, I gotta say those were really nice. Yeah, definitely. And pretty th pretty thick metal. Like they didn't cheap out on a lot of the metal or stuff like that. And then, you know, looking at those ratchets and uh, wrenches, all that, uh, those are really nice quality. I, I, um, I am at least B tier, but I could almost say A tier with the way they've been looking. Yeah, I mean, it's they, it seems like they've really stepped up their game. Because Horror Freight really, like, God, the Pittsburgh. You know them for being cheap. Oh, like, that's just, like, the only good Pittsburgh is half-inch impact sockets like everyone knows that uh, there's a whole thing back in the day where the uh pittsburgh jack stands were killing people like <laughs> yeah that just goes to show the quality that, that we're shooting for for uh, harbor freight <laughs> harbor freight jack stands dog yeah uh, they're taking lives <laughs> lives their kill death ratio is insane uh, <laughs> We got Makita. Uh, don't know a whole, whole lot about Makita, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, they're seeming more mid-tier to me, or even lower mid. Really? Yeah, I mean, I haven't used a lot of their product, but from what I've seen, they don't seem... You know, they're new in the game, and they, I think they have a um, lifetime warranty on their electronics, but I still don't think I'd ever buy Makita, just because I know there's other good brands for about the same price range. Uh, the next one is Mastercraft. I gotta look up what Mastercraft makes. Mastercraft? Who is that? Um, who sells Mastercraft? That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like they're pretty low tier. Looks like Mastercraft is... Uh, man, I'm not seeing it being dedicated to a particular store. Uh, it's, Let me look up Mastercraft because I, I know Mastercraft. I'm just seeing a lot for uh, for uh, Amazon, really. I feel like they're like one of the most lower tiers. Yeah, it definitely looks like it, just going by their prices. Uh, I mean, you can get a whole... Oh, you can get a whole tool and toolbox set, one of those little carry-out ones for like 300 bucks, and it comes with, looks like everything you would ever need, ever. Let's see here. Tools. Oh, I don't think... Oh, I gotta find them. Oh, Mastercraft. I, I can't even find them, dude. I wonder who they used to belong to. It was, uh, Sears, maybe, I think. That sounds about right, actually. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm almost 100% confident that uh, Sears is uh, Mastercraft. It's got it. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I, I thought Sears was pretty good back in the day. But, you know, I just... I guess we ain't got no experience, so we can't really rate it too high. I know. But, I mean, they're pretty relevant now, and so that's got to say something. My grandfather, he swore by Sears, man. He he had a pair of channel locks in his, po in his pocket. He kept nonstop, you know, just like every older person does, dude. Yeah. And any time it would get any damage whatsoever, he'd take it up there. He probably went through, like, 12 sets. 
Dang. But getting I his mean, money's worth. Yeah, he definitely made his money's worth over that. But I'm I'm just willing to put it with Makita and Bosco just because we don't know a whole lot about him really. I mean, I don't know. I, we could put him in D because you know they are. I feel like they are kind of with Black and Decker there, especially coming from like a you know a store like Sears. Yeah, I think that's fair. So your uh your coworker uh Haney, Haney. is a big Milwaukee guy. Man, who isn't a big Milwaukee guy? Milwaukee seems like it really took off in the past like five, six years. When especially whenever they came out with the, uh, the M12s, yeah, the M- M- M16, all the fuels like are just. That's what we use at my work too, and they are. Uh, I mean, they uh, they put in work. I mean, we we definitely yeah, put them. Yeah, they in are t- proven. So uh, and I I mean I use a mil I'll use a Milwaukee headlamp every time I work on stuff, and it is like. Incredible. I mean, think it probably got a good like four hour battery life on full like brightness. That's in, that's I am, yeah, that's good. Lamp. And it's got a yeah, they have good batteries on all their products. So I don't have anything bad to say about Milwaukee. I almost want to put them up in A or B. To, I'll, I, I'll I say A. Yeah, I mean, no doubt A. I, I can almost say S tier. Yeah, I know, I know what you're wanting in S tier for sure, but uh, uh really, I, mean, I think everyone knows, yeah. Ridge is what I use uh, in my shop, and it's not by choice. It's a hand-me-down, and I'm not mad at that at all. I don't have no problem with Ridge at all. Uh, I do know they where, seem all right. where they really shine seems to be shop vacs, uh, you know, but, like, all the vacuum cleaners, and I've heard rumors that they're possibly going to stop making tools and go full-fledged vacuums. I don't know nothing about that, but, uh, yeah, that, that's really what I use. I don't have the, uh, you know, electric impact or not elect, the electric, electric ratchet like you have for snap on. I would like to, get yeah. it, but I'm also afraid too from those rumors. I'm like, Oh God, I'm not gonna be able to get new batteries if I need them. You know, <laughs> I have to go through eBay. Yeah. I, I don't have no problem with rigid. I wouldn't say it's up there with Milwaukee. I would say it definitely like B tier. Yeah. That's kind that, of that seemed like B tier to me. I mean, it's, it, it ain't no Milwaukee in my opinion, but it's definitely right there with it. Like, you know, below it. It's just a step below, I would say. Yeah, like, they, they, they're, they're decent. I've seen, you know, test videos of their products versus Milwaukee and others. Ryobi, and honestly, you can't hate too bad. Yeah. Ryobi, uh, I, it just seemed like they came out of nowhere. Like, about the same time yeah. Milwaukee got popular, it's just like, Ryobi's like, here I am. <laughs> yeah, they just like, hey. People, this is my house. People just die hard for Ryobi. I've seen it. Seems like the the audience that they or the fan base that they have is like, dude, they're like, they're like that NFL team where their team loses every year. They're just like still there. They ain't never leaving. Cowboys. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not saying they're a bad brand. I'm just saying like it seems like guys who like them really like Ryobi. Yeah, for sure. Like they're they're all or nothing. Yeah, they they're all in. <laughs> I, I kind of got them at C tier. I just don't know a lot about them. I uh, can't, you know, I can't really place them I, anywhere. I would say B tier yeah, from B-tier. what I've seen. I've had some coworkers use them. I think okay. Tyler has some Ryobi. Okay. Yeah. I vibe with that. Uh, Snap-on, of course, you know, you're probably going to get a lot of hate because, you know, it, I feel like Snap-on either you love it or you don't. And it's usually just because of the price. Like, Yeah, it's usually not because of the quality, it seems. Is that I'll tell you, there are some Snap-on products I don't think are S-tier. But when it comes to, like, 
half inch impacts, three eighths impact drivers, uh, the ratchets. You know, I, I really don't think you can get a whole lot better. Yeah, and I'm like not, the I'm only competition I think of is Mil Milwaukee is like the best bang for your buck competition. Yeah, I mean, I really like Snap. I mean, I've used some of your stuff. I just can't, I can't bring myself to pay that like five hundred dollar price tag for literally anything on that truck. Hmm. Or more. Yeah, I, I do. I do love the flank drive sockets, man. I haven't had a better fitting socket in my life on any, you know, nut and bolt. I mean, you get what you pay for. That little pistol you have, dude. That thing is so good. Like, I love that little. Thing. Huh. And even like your electric ratchet, like. Tell you what, though, Milwaukee, I think has them beat on some of that. Oh yeah. I do. I've used some Milwaukee's, and man, they put the torque down. Like, oh, you yeah. gonna break some damn bolts off with it. I mean, I, like, I put on a caliper, like, anchor plate with the snap-on gun I got, and I'm like, all right, that's good. I'm gonna check it with a ratchet. You do it with a Milwaukee 3 8 Nah, it's like, it's tight. Don't even worry. Dude, I, I hate it, too, because we have, uh, we have got, like, really heavy-duty, like, M18 uh, Milwaukee's at our works, like, we're you're talking about taking out like M22, M24, M26 bolts. Like these bolts are enormous. And yeah, huge like, bolts. So it's funny too because the guys that don't know much about power tools, they'll go and grab it and they'll put like a six or set, you know, like a six mil Allen head on it, and they'll tighten down like these little tiny bolts with it. And God, huh. dude, they will snap heads all day long. Like it. <laughs> it just blows my mind that they would try to do something with like such a heavy like impact. Yeah, half inch on a six millimeter <laughs> Allen. Let's go. Yeah, I mean that's what they be doing. I wouldn't even say half inch, more like three quarter. Damn. But we we got some heavy duty stuff over there, dude. But I've never used a three quarter tool. That's big. It probably ain't that big. It probably is half, but oh well. Stanley kind of like. I don't know. I don't know anybody that uses Stanley. Honestly. Man, the first uh, socket ratchet set, like, you know, the little tool set I bought was Stanley. I, we still got it to this day, my mom's car. Huh. That thing has held up. It's been ran over. Oh, my God. It's like, Jacob Martin knows all about that thing. He borrowed it. You know, I don't know. That thing is just, them Stanleys, dude, you can't eat. I mean, they're, they're, they're like craftsmen, dude. You like you're getting what you pay for, really. Like, hey, you ain't paying a lot, but you get you getting some decent quality. I think we have a Stanley battery charger, like a jump box. I think that's the only thing we own. That they has make Stanley's those. Name on it. Yeah, that's the only thing we have that's got Stanley's name on it. I don't have no problem with them, but I just don't hear nothing about them. Uh, I'm not sure who owns them anymore. Like, if they're a uh, Lowe's or what? Because, like, I know. I know Craftsman is now Stanley Products, pretty much. And they're sold at Lowe's. I was going to say, I think Craftsman is Lowe's. I'm yeah, they are. Confident. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, and Black & Decker is Home Depot. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care where Stanley goes. I, I mean, if you if you can attest to him, I mean, I, it kind of sounds like they need to go where I, Craftsman's at. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that. Oh, man. I, I'm pretty happy with that. I don't, yeah. You know, they, 
some people might have some different opinions, and that's fine. I haven't used a lot of all of these products. Yeah, I could almost just put Milwaukee in S tier because I feel like it didn't snap. I, I could like, too, honestly. Like, I think they are. They're they're cheaper. Uh, it seems like they got more value. Like you can get better deals. Like you ain't getting many deals with Snap on. Yeah, no. Sales. You get a good impact. Like, you can get a three eighths, half inch, all that together from Craftsman, and you get or not Craftsman from from Milwaukee, and you know it's. Not as much as, you know, a snap-on half-inch with a battery. Half-inch snap-on impact is like a $1,000, dude. Yeah. And granted, it's got like 1,300 foot-pounds of breakaway torque, but oh, Milkaki, dude. <laughs> she up there. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's not really any we could put in F tier. It's kind of shocking, but I mean, there's just no... I mean, I guess we could throw Wish.com on here, but it's just uh, nothing, nothing wrong with a good tool, you know? If the tool doesn't... Yeah, I don't, job, I mean, I don't think there's any really bad tools unless you're buying, like, cheap, just Amazon no-name tools. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could have a whole video on, on that. We should just buy, like, a bunch of cheap Amazon tools and do, like, a tool review on them. I don't know if it's done one, but it'd be fun to do one for ourselves. <laughs> it would be. I would enjoy that. I guess we could throw this to an ad break and we'll be back with the gaming tier list. Alright, we're back from our break. This is uh, this is a Battlefield 2042 t uh, map tier list. That's kind of what we've been getting down with, especially since Jordan's on the new build. Uh, and I feel like we've put enough hours to kind of formulate some decent opinions about these maps. Yeah, I think I've... I think i got a good opinion about every map in this game. So uh, we'll start out first with Breakaway, the uh, the Tundra map with the big, like, uh, you know, rig. Oh, rig. Yeah, whatever it is on top of the ice. You know, this map is one of those ones that kind of plays depending on how annoying your team, team plays. Is. Yeah, really everybody in the map. Like, I've had some really good maps on or games on break, Breakpoint where I've been like, man, I love this map. Like, it might even be the best one. And I've had some where it's like, Jesus, I just want to leave right now. I think it's a good map overall. Uh, I just got a little bit of issues with how the high ground is just given to the one spawn, dude. Like, that. like if you get AAs up there, they can really ruin your day playing a heli down on B. Like, you can have, like, yeah, and the snipers, which, you know, both teams seem to find their way up there. Yeah. But, um, you know, even though you can have those objectives up there, it seems like most of the time people stay away from them. Yeah, that's that's my favorite objective to play is C1, C2, and I really like playing up in those mountains. That little town area that is up there, it's a lot of fun to play yeah. infantry up there, but it's hard to play C1 and C2 if you've got enemy snipers up on that stupid ledge. Like, just leave me Yeah, it's just impossible. Bit. Like, you're just constantly being picked off. It's just... At least saying like the at least the sound ain't as bad as Battlefield 4, because that sound on Battlefield 4 getting sniped at just like makes me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like get out of here it's the sounds of flood zone <laughs> yeah i definitely put breakpoint or breakaway whichever it's called in a tier i really yeah like i it. think it's i think it's a tier uh i think it depends on how you play this game too because like some maps might be really good for air combat and some might be really bad for infantry or like it just depends on how you play too 
I'm making D tier in case we change and we how you feel how I feel about this next map. Uh, stranded or whatever it's called. It's one with the big ship in the middle. The rusted one's broken half. God, I hate that map so much. I hate it so much. It played the only. Time, I, I don't mind it. The only time I enjoyed playing it was whenever we were playing Rush and like we were just on one with like those weird flank routes that we were running. Other than that, the on the left hand side of the ship is just unplayable because like you can't even get over there because the snipers if you're not on that spawn. Like I just I'm not a big fan. I I wouldn't say it's F tier, but golly man, it's a it's a D for me, D or C. I just I I can't enjoy it with the snipers. Dude, it's so open, it's insane. I'd say D tier is fine for it. It's just aggravating. Man. If you play a heli on there, it's pretty enjoyable, I think. But yeah, infantry can get real annoying. Like it's just constant snipers. It feels like that's just the running course with this game. It just snipers can just they they're allowed to be super annoying on this game because of how open the uh, maps are. I feel like the map yeah. is slightly too big on this game, if I'm being fully honest. I mean, don't get me wrong. It could be better. We've always wanted big maps in Battlefield, but I just feel like they're just, God, they're they're just a little too big, like, and open. But, uh, anyways, this map, I'm not familiar with the name, but it's the one that's got the big ravine and the zip lines connecting the two and the office building you can drive through with the heli. <laughs> I don't know the name of it, but I, I like that map. I think it's Manifest. I really like the cliffside, because both teams get, you know, the same access. Yeah, I like So it. I feel like it's pretty even. And it's easy to run a flank route. Like, if there's, if one team's on one side of the ring, the other's on the other side, and they're just, like, gunfiring back constantly, it's kind of easy the way the hill is sloped to kind of get on, a, like, a really close-up flank route. And I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's real enjoyable. I think vehicle gameplay is real easy and enjoyable, too. You know, AA's camp in the hill can be a little annoying, but other than that, you don't really see a lot of, you know, any, like, people that can exploit something or anything along that nature. Yeah. I, I think all in all, the map is, I mean, it's good, but it's also mid at the same time. It's like you said, it's kind of like middle of the road. To yeah, the I, I'd have it B or C, I guess. I think that's where it deserves to be. So the next map is a uh, flagpoint, the uh, desert map with the oil rig right in the center of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we can speak very good on that one. Yeah, you know, it's it's fun, but probably not for the right reason. Because the only time I found myself having fun is whenever we were going around picking off snipers, which we shouldn't have to do because we're not playing the objective at that point. Like we're not really being super productive if we're just hunting down snipers. And yeah. I, I do like playing infantry on this map. It's a lot of fun, especially with their, yeah, there's a lot of cover sure. with the buildings. Uh, but uh, being completely honest, that one area where the oil rig is and those buildings are, that's really the only covered area that you can play infantry well because all the other areas... The hill. Yeah, there, there's just like one or two buildings on the objective. And if you're fighting for that area... You're playing high ground because you're having to go into that building where there are enemies, and there's also snipers on the outside. So it's almost like a losing battle at those objectives. Yeah, it can be fun to play vehicles, but I feel like there's two AAs. But either way, there's at least yeah, there's two. Man, it's really hard to play that map. Like you can play the heli pretty good because there is a lot of cover with the hills and outside of the map, but it, it's a little hard. Yeah. This really is one of those maps where I love it and then I hate it. Yeah. Uh, 
the next map hourglass hourglass i'm just i've never yeah. been a fan of this map it i mean i don't know it plays kind of bad it, in my opinion it reminds me of siege uh because of the big or not yeah siege, uh yeah yeah siege a little bit but like the worst version of siege ever like it just plays so weird then you got that weird tunnel area kind of close to one of the spawns i i don't know I just don't enjoy how it plays. It's one of those maps where I don't have any problem just camping the little bird just so I can not play yep. infantry, honestly. It's just too open, man. And, then, you know, playing a little bird's hard if you're not around the skyscraper because it's just open. Yeah, everybody's running stingers, like constant stinger space. Yeah, it's constant. Beep, 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 beep. It's like, I don't understand how these people can justify running a stinger all game. Like, how are you not getting shot by infantry people because you're just staring up at the sky the whole time? Like, that's an easy DMR kill for me. I'd say D tier. Yeah, D or F. I've never liked Hourglass. They even redid it at one point because people were complaining yeah. about how open it was, and it's still not that good. Uh, what is this? Kaleidoscope. Okay, yeah, yeah. God, we, we had to play uh, it like three or four times in a row the other night. It was you know, crazy. other than playing it in a row, I don't mind it. it got really it's, it's a good mix-up. I do remember it plays good infantry almost at every objective, uh, especially yeah. the one that's open. Like, you think it's open, but really there's a lot of cover. Like, there's a lot of barriers and stuff. Like, unless a vehicle's, like, blowing you up, it plays really well infantry in all areas of the map. Yeah. There's a lot of, Vehicles are fun. It's it's pretty well-rounded, I think. Yeah. I'd put it B tier, honestly. That's it, exactly what I, now, when I kept getting it over and over, I was getting tired of it, but it it's enjoyable. Will drive, will drive you nuts. Which one is this? Manifest. It's the one with the cranes. The cargo ship. Yeah, I don't even... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like I like Manifest. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely up there. The uh, It's fun. It's fun uh, air vehicles, for sure. And that hill is always fun. Yeah, and I like that that objective's on a hill because it kind of adds a level. So you can kind of have, like, the cover coming up the mountain. It's not like a, like, there's never somebody just constantly watching that hill. It seems like there's enough cover, there's enough bushes, there's enough things to kind of keep you concealed so you can actually make a flank without getting murdered as soon as you think about going that direction. And the, yeah. uh, the cargo container area plays really well, too. Like, I mean, unfortunate for us, you know, there's people that do camp the cargo containers, but it does play really good infantry. There's a lot of cover there. There's a lot of opportunity to get up higher, get up lower. You know, that I like leveling in an infantry fight. Like, it's not just straightforward who's winning the gunfight. Like, it takes brain power to figure out where do I need to position myself. Yeah, I feel like uh, tanks do a little worse on that map. It seems. Yeah, yeah, because they're, they're, with there being a lot of cover, there's a lot of place for people to see four to hide. I do like playing the little bird, though. It is fun on that map. It's, it's really fun to just go through the cranes and all the, you know, you can really get creative. Yeah, I'm sure the snipers really like that map because they got them big cranes. They can see the yeah, and the big hill. Yep, big antenna up there. Hmm. I like it, though. It's, uh, I'd almost say A tier. Yeah, that's where I was wanting to put it. So, Orbital, man, I love this map so much. It's probably my favorite map in the game. I, I was definitely wanting to save this one for S tier because it just plays so, so good. Like, And I love that hill objective. Yeah, it. I have had a few games where it feels like, dang, dude, am I just really just going to storm the beaches of Normandy all game here? Mm. But, you know, you just kind of got to wait for your opportunity and run that right flank route. I, I really like Orbital. It plays so yeah, good. Yeah, all the vehicles play good on that map. It did get the cover rework, which I think it did need out there in the launch pad area. Yeah. 
You know, I, you would think this would be like a Shanghai map, but really that building isn't always like the main center of attention. No, a lot of the times it's uh, it's usually very slow to switch between who who has it. You know, it's, it's yeah. just always that C1, C2, like right there. Well, I would say definitely the center objective on that bunker, but it, uh, the next would definitely be the launch pad. That, that gets a lot of attention. Yeah. That's a, that's a good map. It's solid. Yeah, I, I think we're definitely in agreement that that's an S two. It's like Zavad. No, it's. I was gonna say it's like Zavad, but it's way more space. Yeah, I was, yeah. Zavad's very close up. I, a lot of these. I love Zavad, man. They need a map like Zavad on here. Which I guess the next one up here, I would kind of consider almost like it from my experience. Yeah, I don't remember what this map is called. I don't think it's a conquest map. I think it's primarily just rush and. Uh, I've played it in rush a lot. Um. Uh, it is conquest, I think. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's the conquest it's it's not on sixty four sixty. It's it's not on yeah one twenty eight. I know. Yeah, I don't have any problem with this map. I think it plays it plays pretty good. Uh, yeah, infantry's fun. I don't know if tanks are really fun on it, but man, it's got one objective with an AA that you can get in, but it's not overpowered. So you know, helis are fun on it. I like it. It's it's pretty fun. I'll let you put this wherever. I'd say B tier. I agree with that. Uh, our, uh, this redacted? Map, redacted, yeah. Redacted, it gets annoying to me. It kind of really reminds me of, like, Shipment and Shoot House. It's just, like, nonstop gunfire. Yes, there is, like, a flank route, but it's, like, only one. There's, like, it reminds me of COD because there's really just three routes you can run. It's all, it's three lanes. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, it, it doesn't remind me of Battlefield. It really makes me think of COD. And you would think it reminds you of Locker, but it, Locker plays better. Locker plays way better. Like Locker is just OG with it, man. Locker's just too lame. It's like a steady chaos. This is like an insane chaos that makes you like, God, it just feels like you just get a kill, you die, you get a kill, you die. It just, God, I, it just reminds me so Dude, I was just playing a game and I was running an LMG for a minute. I can kind of see uh, it reminding you of Locker, but in, like, a, kind of an adjacent way. Not a direct, like, Locker. There's a lot, of, like, Locker is, like, it's just doorways. This is, like, big open areas yeah. you can push out of. I'm and that's the only difference. Yeah, I'm not either. I would say C-tier. Yeah. I mean, I like, I would play it over Hourglass. Yeah. Uh, Spearhead. Not remember. Yeah, Spearhead. It, uh... Spearhead's pretty good. For how open it is, you'd think it plays really, really... you think it would play bad, because there's literally only three buildings. I don't even think there's three. I think it's just two buildings. No, two, and then the, like, small areas. Yeah. With the small buildings and cover. It, you know, you would think it would play horribly with just that little buildings, but it actually plays really well just because of the Infantry terrain. plays really well. The terrain really allows for the infantry to have a lot of cover. Like, there's a lot of ditches, there's a lot of, like, rocks and bushes, and it's... It plays really well, in my opinion. I mean, Little Bird, Little Bird don't do bad on there either. I mean, it's uh, it is annoying to get stinger spam because, like you said, we are like wide open. But uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like with a skilled pilot, you definitely would have a good time on this map. You there? You hear me? Uh, yeah. I think I lost connection for a second. Oh, 
No, I was just saying, uh, this map, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like it takes more of a skilled pilot to be able to enjoy Spearhead or Spearpoint because of, you know, it's so open, there's not much cover for Stinger Spam. Yeah, if you, if you play the buildings in some low ground, though, you can, you can really do some damage. I've had some good games on there. I feel like it's... I think of that other game we had where, where that one teammate, I had two repair boys, and man, I was just going off that game. Yeah. It was like Stinger Spam at the end. That team was getting mad. <laughs> we need this guy out of the sky. <laughs> that's when you know you're doing a good job as a pilot the whole yeah. team is just like I'm after this guy <laughs> uh, I don't really I mean I'm thinking like B B tier ish I was thinking A yeah yeah. I, I, I have a lot of fun with that map that map was the first map I played Rush on and I loved it dude oh what's the name of this one it's the desert and yeah, it's it's split right desert and green. Yeah, it's the half and half. I don't remember the name of the map. I'm not that good with them quite yet, but um, you know, I really thought this map would be better. I remember in the beta, it had extra objectives on conquest, and so now it doesn't. I don't know if I've just been getting in bad lobbies, but it seems like every game I play on here is just like on this map is so frustrating. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan because. The AA, for some reason, even though there is room to play the wall really hard, but it's hard to play that low and not get RPG'd. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a heli, I really have trouble on this map. It, it takes a high-skilled player, no doubt. I mean, it's so open if you have anybody that's running Liz or, like, any... And infantry, just, if you're not in the main two big buildings, you're getting sniped at from the towers. Yeah. Like, it's just undoubtedly... Yeah, and it sucks, too, because uh, I really like, you know, theoretically, it'd play really good because you could work your way through that field into, like, the, one of the buildings. It just don't it just don't work like that. You're just always getting sniped at. It's always fighting for the... You're, like, fighting for the side of the border. You're just fighting to protect it. Like, no one ever pushes, really. Right. I've had some good gunplay in the actual, like, wall itself. Like, mm -hmm. there's been a few times where mm -hmm. we've been on, like, a team push through there, but... I mean, that's very, very rare that that actually happens. Like you said, most of the time it's just a sniper fight and a vehicle fight. Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't say it's... I, I would say this is like a C-tier to D-tier map for me. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I, I have no idea what this map is, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't either. They only is it a team deathmatch driver or something maybe? Well, there was one map that we uh that wasn't on here. I thought of it a second. Uh, well, it's the other ship one. It's the one with the uh. Oh man, there's one other one with a ship, I believe. But oh yeah, that's right. It's the one with the ship that has the underbelly like blew out, and you like drive underneath it. And there's like you can go in like it's the one where the ship is put together. Is that map? <laughs> Where on the map is that? I know which one you're thinking of, though, yeah. Yeah, that's... And it, it is not here, so it's it's gotta be that one. I guess so. That map... We'll consider it that one anyways. Yeah, it's got the cargo containers actually inside the ship, and, you know, those flags in there. I, I've only played that map a few times, and uh, I didn't hate it, I didn't like it. It felt like the only good place to play infantry was inside that ship. I like it pretty good. If you... It seems like you can really play every objective from the ship, so as long as you got one objective in the ship, you can kind of branch out from there. Yeah, 
It, it was fun. To but if your team is losing the ship, you're probably losing the game. Yeah. Ship is high ground. Ship is like center spawn. Ship is kind of everything. Ship is life. Ship is <laughs> life. I mean, I got I got B or C. I could kind of go either way on this map. Go C tier. Yeah. I wouldn't pick it over the other ones there, really. I'd have to agree with that. But, yeah, we I guess we didn't need an F tier after all. I was really tempted to put Discarded in there, but, you know, it'd be okay. Glass almost could go in there for me. Yeah, Hourglass, too, especially after they updated it and still flop. Like, really, guys? <laughs> but... Anyways, guys, that's uh that's got our tier list done for today. Uh, if you stuck around to the very end, I guess we can kind of tease that uh, hopefully our next episode will be shot from a actual podcast studio that we'll be renting out. More on that next week. And uh, like I said in the intro, head on over to uh, Bowling Green Cars and Coffee uh, this Saturday and uh, come see us. Come hang out with everybody and uh, we will definitely be doing a bracket of that event so if you have a car bring it out we'll put it on the podcast and with that being said guys we'll catch you in the next one